You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about adam and the ants king of the wild frontier on the line i have rob ben hi solange and kyle hello there kings of the wild frontier is the second album by english new wave band adam and the ants it was released on the 3rd of november 1980 by cbs records uh internationally the producer was chris hughes and the genre is new wave and pop punk. And I'm going to read from the book, John Lewis. The first incarnation of Adam the Ants recorded an angular 1979 debut, Dirk Ware's White Sock, which still holds up as one of the era's great post-punk albums. But Adam was eager to distance himself from punk's drab anti-pop agenda. Malcolm McLaren had suggested using African rhythms, but when Adam assembled his His band of Burundi drummers, McLaren, immediately poached them to form Bow Wow Wow. Undeterred, Adam assembled a new band of pirates led by guitarist buddy Marcio Peroni. By the end of 1980, Dog Eat Dog and Ant Music had stormed the UK singles chart and made him the biggest pop star in Europe. We stole what we could like magpies, says Marcio. We used ocarinas, echo chambers, textures from John Barry and uh, Ennio Morricone soundtracks, rockabilly guitar riffs from Dwayne Eddy and Hank Marvin. We were even tw- twanging rulers on desk and recording the results. You can hear even more weird sonic traces, the thundering tom-toms of the glitter band, the thrilling snare drum salutes of loyalist marching bands, the mutant disco of Zed Records, even aboriginal grunts and stomps borrowed from Ralph Harris, artists as diverse as uh, Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, Pavement, Blur, uh, Elastica, Suede, have all cited this album. Even Michael Jackson used to phone Adam and ask how he recorded his drum tracks. Not for nothing did Adam call this album the final nail in the coffin of punk. All right, what do we think of Adam and the Ants, Kings of the Wild Frontier? It's kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising to me. I had always been a... Uh, on the sidelines of Adam and Adam Ant, I guess we should say, or Adam and the Ants, they always seemed like one of those bands. I just, I don't know, I just never picked up. They always seemed like a stylistic band that was influential, but maybe they weren't punk enough when I was into punk, I guess. And so I just always overlooked them. But this this week has been cool to revisit and and uh, reevaluate. Yeah, that was the opposite for me when I was in high school because I was very into punk in high school. 
And then uh, I heard desperate but not serious on like an airplane. Y'all remember when airplanes had like radio stations? You could like listen to the radio. Yeah. 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 Do you guys remember airplanes? (laughs) Um, But I heard desperate but not serious on an airplane. And I was like, what is this? What is this? This It's so cool. And I thought I was thinking about the song for like the time I was on this trip. And I came home immediately just like put Adam Ant into YouTube. And I saw the first music video of his i think i saw was um highwayman or not highwayman stand and deliver stand and deliver deliver. yeah Yeah. and i was like who is this oh my god this is so cool and i don't know why i'm being so sheepish about this i have a whole embarrassing thirst trap group on facebook i was like this is the hottest guy i've ever seen in my life this is also (laughs) (laughs) this is also 2007 so exactly zero people <laughs> thought that was also the case and i was definitely <laughs> alone and like obsessed with adam ant for like a year and everyone was like i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely presents himself in a in a way that is uh i mean it, he's a style guy he's he, yeah he's, he's trying to lead that style like bowie was you know leading the style there's a lot of auteurs that you know present themselves as as a grandiose in this this sort of flashy element yeah this glam pirate i was like whoa i don't even like pirates i thought pirates were stupid and then this guy all he did was put some face paint on and grab a guitar and i'm like oh my god pirates are so cool i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) solange you're just into dandy highway ben (laughs) Oh, I guess so. Yeah, the clumsy boots, peekaboo roots that people think so dashing. <laughs> What's the point of robbery if there's nothing worth taking? <laughs> what, what does everybody think of the sort of pirate motif? What what they're doing with the singles like Ant Music? I always thought was a great song. Um, I never knew the song was called Ant Music. I thought the song was called like Do Us All a Favor. Um, and then when I got into this record, I was like, okay, he's dressed like a pirate. And then I got into the lyrics. I'm like. He's singing about Ants a lot, and that's his name. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then I, I watched some of the live cuts off this from around that era, and they destroy live. Like, they slay. He still does. <clears throat> yeah, He yeah. still does. Yeah, we went to go see him live. It was actually a family outing with Ian and his parents. We all went as a family to see Adam Ant. And I was like, I don't know. Adam's had some problems. I don't know what this is going to be like. But, mm-hmm. like... It was awesome. He plays, like, name a song you like by Adam Ant, and he's going to play it, and he's going to tear it up. He's going to be like, I don't care that I'm in Newport, Kentucky. Y'all came to see me, and I'm going to tear it up. And he, like, tore his shirt off and stuff, and I was like, ooh. (laughs) And all these women are like, yeah, Adam. Also, Ian and I were the youngest people at this show (laughs) by, like, at least 20 years, but it was a fun show. What was the median age? Uh, How how Like 50. They were all Ian's parents' wow. age, and okay. his parents were even like, we're going to sit at this table in the back and watch if you guys want to go to the mall. Ian and I were adults, by the way. We were not, like, teenagers. <laughs> That's incredible. I think he would skew, you know, still bring out a younger crowd, but maybe no, not. There was also, mentioned this in the chat, the Jack Sparrow impersonator, who, I, when <laughs> oh, I say no. not just costume, he did the whole, like, mmm thing. <laughs> I like laughed at him. Wait, what, was he in the band? No, he was just guy. <laughs> so people just dress up like Jack Sparrow and get out of the There were a lot of pirates there. There were a lot of pirates. like Jack Sparrow, your, your your options for what you do that evening are limited, and one of the things you can do is go to an Adam Amp show. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
I mean, Morrissey has a lot of billowing uh, button down shirts, <laughs> I guess. Got the, the, the so puppy shirt. It would make sense. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> uh, Salon should he hear uh, about uh, Adamant got in a little bit of legal trouble in the early 2000s. So I guess he, I don't know. Maybe he, uh, apparently he had commissioned a, a woman to make some clothes for him, uh, like stage clothes or whatever. At some point, the woman's husband or partner gets jealous and starts sending threatening letters and stuff to Adam Ant. So Adam Ant takes matters into his own hands, tries to find out where he can find this guy, finds out that he hangs out at this pub, goes to the pub, confronts him in the pub. But it's the <sighs> dude's pub. So everyone else in the pub says, like, get out of here, Adam Ant. <laughs> and so <laughs> he leaves. He wanders the streets until he finds, like, an old alternator of a car on the ground, goes back to the pub, smashes it through the window. And so they start chasing him. And while they're chasing him, he's got, like, an antique, like, starter pistol, like, for running a race. <laughs> and just starts firing that. And then the cops come and arrest Adam Ant. For <laughs> <laughs> None of that story surprises me, especially the <laughs> antique starter pistol. Like, he right? just come, out, he come out here, hear ye, hear ye. He just, he just has it on him. <laughs> For fashion, it's probably, why not? It, it's probably, you know, in his pirate costume, you need to have something in your holster. It's probably an antique starter pistol, right? Yeah, a bandolero, or, or not bandolero, a, yeah. a blunderbuss. Blunderbuss? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Get not, like, for a... For a pirate-themed dressed band, the issue I have with this record is there's not enough hooks. Oh, Double boy. entendre, fellas. Oh, wow. I was going to say, you mean like mm. hook hands? <laughs> I like it. Uh, yes. Do you think that having a track called Jolly Roger and it being a sea shanty being a little on the nose for the way they're dressed? No. Gotta... Uh, I, wrote, I wrote down next to that. I mean... I like campy musical bits and pirate shit. Question mark. <laughs> you do love pirates of Pansams. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would still I still want to do the speed metal version of that musical. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. I mean, it's all kind of a joke. It's goofy. I, I like that it doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, they're it's obviously they're having a good time. And the sort of gang gang vocals that they're presenting work yeah, really yeah. well. Yes, yes. Also, the guitar yeah. work. I think having the sort of uh, this like reverberation, uh, having that reverb, the tremolo, along with the gang vocals and the tribal sort of toms, it, it somehow it, it all and presented in a pop fashion. It's it's cool. It, it makes a lot yeah. of sense for this era too. This new wave sort of bringing in all these different elements and then and it's a little edgy but not too much it, and uh yeah he's he's very much projecting a character that he's a uh, that he is very so concept just, album i feel like oh sorry no but I'll, that, that goes along with my question does he keep doing this pirate shtick and singing about ants on his later records sort of he goes yeah. through like a he has a suit of armor phase eventually where he walks around in a suit of <laughs> armor and he raps I'm not making this up.
curious about the ant. I, I literally, I was like, wait, his name is Adam Ant. Why is it Adam and the ants? And then, and then later on, he is Adam Ant. So, mm-hmm. who are the his his stage Almost name as is if Adam, he's Ant. Adam Ant. His stage name the... is Adam Ant. His band is called the Ants. So he's Adam Ant and the Ants. And then later on, he's solo, so he's just Adam Ant. But instead of saying Adam Ant and the Ants, which is kind of redundant, right? right. It's just Adam and the yeah. Ants. Could have been Adam Ant and the Ants. <laughs> really up, help up that. Atom. <laughs> Up and at them. <laughs> so Malcolm McLaren poached his band. Yeah, he paid yeah. Malcolm McLaren mm-hmm. a, a thousand pounds on advice how to how to make it in the business. <laughs> like, man, let me tell you, kid. <laughs> That's kind of like a Carl and, Weathers and, arrested and, development situation. And not only that, but like both Adam and the ants and Bow Wow Wow's sound is very reliant on that Burmese rhythm. And yeah. at this time mm-hmm. they were, it's not like it was like a fad that was much bigger than the, than just those two bands in 1980. Well, yeah. Well, hadn't, hadn't Malcolm McLaren already ruined the uh, New York dolls. Yeah. Yes. Well, he yeah. had. <laughs> All right. By making them wear dresses and red like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, just going up, starting so, bands, uh, ruining them. So we uh, uh, episodes and episodes ago, who even can count anymore? We did what is uh, time? that. What is time? In the before times, we did uh, uh, that Joni Mitchell album, the uh, Hissing of Summer Lawns, which uses that Burundi drum sample. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that sample is from a single a British DJ in the sixties made a single out of like this this like recording of uh the uh Burundi drums and just kind of like put enough like uh like 60s spin on it that it was like a like a minor pop single like an instrumental like almost a novelty act not novelty act but like a novelty hit and it's that same sample that is on the Joni Mitchell one and also I think that same sample is yeah, on Kings is it on Kings of the Wild Frontier? Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost positive. I I, I just wrote down thieves. The next elimination <laughs> point. That's one of my favorite Adam Ant songs. Unfortunately, I love that song. That was one one of the other first songs I heard off this album, and that's when I was like, I need to buy. This was like the first album that I loved so much. I um called your ecstasy, and I was like. I want this album. Do you have it? Will you order it for me? And I was like, I will come in and like buy it. Like I straight up had never done that with an album before. Where I was like, I will come and buy the CD if you if you make it appear in your store and like call me when it's here. And it's because of that song. I thought Kings of the Wild Frontier was such a cool song. Yeah, that one in particular, the live version was. I was like, oh my god, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that guitar, that guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's something about this album. It it does. It has something going for it. It has something that mm-hmm. uh, I can do nothing but compare most of the time. But it has this talking el- or talking heads element to it. But it's it's yeah. completely different, which is fascinating to me of how it it those are interconnect or how a lot of these different uh, bands that have these uh, almost tribal beats or. Uh, y- you know, inspired beats. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm losing my words. But, yeah, you brought. But it. yeah, this this and Talking Heads just feels like they're from a different place, but they also feel together. 
you brought Blur and Elastica up earlier, and I didn't even think about comparing the comparing this album to like Blur and Elastica and like kind of how they present themselves in terms of like their you know rock Wait, are style. They pirates? Yes, yeah, they are. It's really weird. When Jarvis Cocker had, wait, no, I'm sorry, Damon Albarn. I get my Britpop pans confused. Damon Albarn came out with that eye patch. It was like, whoa, man, very Oasis of you, which he did not like. Uh, was anybody surprised that it it spawned three hit singles and it was so big? I just, I uh, couldn't yeah, believe I that how big the album was and how big of an artist, you know, he it, it kind of blew up. I just, I had did not have that perspective before reading about it. I I don't know. I I hear the songs in movies and stuff. Uh, the dog eat dog was used in like this British comedy show as like a pretty prominent piece for one of the sketches. It was also used in uh, not that anyone remembers this movie except me. Neil Marshall's Doomsday in two thousand eight. Like I hear a lot of these songs get used in like british uh media yeah, and later so later on though oh yeah can, i guess it, to can me, anyone also, please confirm or tell me that there are songs from this album in the movie yeah Ant there Man, is because yeah, Ant dance is okay in, oh my God. Say, if not, who dropped the ball there yeah <laughs> of course there are i don't I mean i know it's later but it still seems to me that it like shows a legacy of the album in a way that people like remember it and think about like usage for it yeah you're right i just couldn't believe that it was number one the uk album chart with three, you know, hit singles, Kings of, uh, Kings of the Wild Frontier, uh, and then, who was it, Dog Eat Dog, and then number four, Ant Music. It just, it, it kind of blew me away. Australia, number one for yeah, five, five weeks. Kinda... It was the, it was the number one selling album in 1981. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that... I got this vibe just from kind of listening to some of the listening for multiple albums we had this week. It feels to me like we're on a bubble. The the punk rock slash, like, it's not even punk anymore, but, like, what the kids are doing now, like, the, re the reaction to the 70s classic rock is profitable and marketable, and you want to have your style, you want to have your gimmick that sets you apart, and that definitely works, and that's successful, and then at some point it gets top heavy and the style and the gimmick gets bigger than the actual tunes and the band. And at that point you get just into like your just goofy ass eighties new mm -hmm. wave and shit. Mm -hmm. And this year with, with Adam and the ants and with Dexy's midnight runners, I feel like we are walking along the top of the bubble and like the bubbles quivering, you know, like it, that's and 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 they both of these bands had big hits, like big radio hits, and I th I feel like people are just sucking it up right now, buying it up. Yeah, I, I would probably frame it a different way. It, it uh, the way I see it is it's innovations, right? You have an artist like Bowie, and then that spawns another artist, and then that spawns another artist, and I can definitely see uh, Adam and the Ants being a response to seventies glam, but then he is going to spawn those cheesy bands in the eighties that you're talking about, you know, that put on, do the makeup, maybe don't have as much as many ideas and are sort of, uh, uh, put on by corporations that are trying to cash in on what this album did something that this album, am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would agree with that. But, but I, 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 I feel like, like Adam, 
I feel like he's admittedly on that same track, but he does like he, they, he, he like the band and him have a unique enough sound. Like they're incorporating these Burmese rhythms, which is cool. They've got that cool, just like reverb, reverbed out like guitar and like the chants and stuff. But when I'm listening to this, I almost, I get the vibe of, I don't know. I get the vibe of someone that's trying to like, crack the code to get on the cover of like the, the next magazine, you know, like what, what can we do that, that will, that like, as opposed to, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Here's what I would it, say about that though, yeah, is ahead. he is trying to crack the code like him as, as an individual in a band. It's not a, it's not a studio or it's not a, you know, it's not Warner brothers trying to pull in artists and in, in trying to form a band around, That's you know, an, an yeah. image in saying, here's your songs. You, we want you to look and feel just like Adam and so there's, there's a big difference between someone who is, you know, kind of gifted in going for pop music rather than a studio trying to, uh, conglomerate a bunch of different, you know, popular ideas and then form a band out of it. Mm-hmm. You know who loved Adam Ant? Who's that? Darby Crash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. He came back I was to the States some... and formed his own pirate-themed band. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he came back together and he killed himself. Yikes. interesting to bring up about like cracking the code because something i really enjoy about uh this album and really adamant in general is like yeah he's not like super punk and to me he really evokes a lot of um like almost like that 50s sort of pop but like make it like really hard that's something that i think is really unique about his sound is like he has this tribal beat but he almost tries to make it like um like rockabilly in a way like a not, not it's not on this album but goody two shoes is a really good example mm-hmm. of that which yeah. i i heard that song for years didn't realize it was an adam ant song uh until i discovered who adam ant was and i just thought it was like a weird rockabilly song that like i'd never heard you know but that's what i think is so unique about him is he like successfully me- molds some really interesting weird styles together and he makes something that that completely works yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Just like, about, just like Billy oh. Joel with Glass Houses. Yeah. <laughs> I did think the cover was uh, really cool. We haven't seen... It really um, personified a a certain era of, you know, music video and uh, taking a picture of a TV screen of this sort of, like, blurred out and then the, the font is... Um, right against the edge and stuff. I thought, I thought mm-hmm. it was a good cover. It really represents that the motif band. too. Like yeah. uh, multiple future albums. Like I know friend or foe, uh, maybe Prince charming. And I also like press photos. Like it's always like a picture of a TV of him on it. Like he always has that like old TV glow to him in photos, you know? Yeah. He like Gary Newman. He knows what works. Gary Newman's like it me all the time. Adam's like TV all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the music video for Ant Music featured the group playing in a discotheque with a giant jukebox 
and persuading young audiences to turn away from disco music and dance the new styled, quote, ant music. The music video was directed by uh, Steve Barron. You might know him oh, from no shit. other. What What do you know him from? Oh, that's the director of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, isn't it? you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> In Conehead. <laughs> Coneheads. Oh, I love yeah. Coneheads. Wow. <laughs> Uh, he also sex did music for ant people. A bunch of ant uh, music for sex people. <laughs> he also did <laughs> other music videos, which you might know, Billy Jean, and of course the famous one, Aha's Take Take on Me. Oh, Take oh, on wow. Me! What a video! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, I need to pull cool. up the video for. Was it for ant music? Ant music, yeah. Yeah, I need to pull that up. I have an Adam Ant videotape of music videos of his, and I'm pretty sure that's on there. That's how I know about the uh, later Adamant in the um, suit of armor rapping. He does that a <laughs> lot. In the it's like weird. All right. It's I, need weird. To, I need to see that video. The only uh, whenever, one I've seen is the one for Stan and the liver, but that one's great too. Whenever uh, we can, when it's better outside, I have a projector. I would be happy to have everyone come and look at my music video collection. Cause I own a lot <laughs> of music videos. Awesome. I'm into it. How about, this how about the song killer in the house basically just being built around the the link ray rumble riff love it i thought it was okay it's a yeah. good good uh reuse okay that's all i need to know yeah <laughs> it, uh, i i hear where you're coming from but i mean it's such a good riff <laughs> it's, it's those, it's those like, two chords uh they just really hit the spot it's like if you're gonna rip something off it might as well be classic and unabashed. I mean, if you want to unabash, <laughs> yeah, the, pull. The, the, the guitar's got like the same yeah. reverb effect on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're not trying to hide it. <laughs> uh, what do we think? You want to go around? Sounds like yeah. some people are around. I'll go first. I'm on the fence on this record. <gasps> um, I am. I I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I also think it is lacking in substance. I think it's very stylish, style forward, which is not a bad thing. Uh, David Bowie was very stylish. David Bowie also had a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this album's a lot of fun. It's really campy. I would never turn it off, but I don't know how often I would revisit it. I think it's cool that it's using the Burundi beat, but it's not even the first band to do that. I think that I think that I need to going into the '80s. I need to draw a line somewhere. And I think that I'm going neutral on Adam and the Ants to kind of set a precedent for this decade. Interesting. Okay. What do you think, Rob? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I wrote down uh, neutral, like airing towards a positive. Um, it annoyed me more in ways that I didn't expect that I'd be annoyed by this music. And ultimately, I'd just rather listen to the epoxies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's important, <laughs> and it is uh, it is the um, the winds of change of blowing. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with Ben. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't turn it off if it was on, but I probably wouldn't turn it on in the first place. So neutral, airy, non positive. Hmm. Wait, Rob, why did you compare this band to the Epoxies? Oh, because Roxy Epoxy totally stole the yodel off of uh, like they also cover an Adamant song. Uh, have you not listened to Is the way he sings? Guest? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, but I, like, okay. But her her entire shtick is like uh, taking his yodel. Like it's a combination of her and uh, him and Paul, polystyrene is like how she came up with her her tone. But 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, back off me, man. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make the connection. I apologize. What do you think, Kyle? You know, I, like I said, I, I knew a handful of Adam Ant songs. Um, and when I got to this record, I was very confused. And I, I agree with Rob and Ben that it could use some better songwriting and some better hooks and maybe some better production. But uh, I like the energy. Uh, it's weird. I wish I could have seen them live, uh, especially in their, in their, well, in their prime. In their prime. But uh, yeah, I like this record. It's you guys. It's campy, sure. Uh, it stomps. You can shout shout along with it. Um, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, cool. Flange. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, definitely big positive for me. And I thought like coming and honestly, like coming into this, I was like, I don't know. I haven't listened to this album in a, in a while, a couple months, maybe a year. And um, I was like, it's probably the nostalgia. And then like I listened to it again. No, I really, really like this album. And I say like for the nostalgia, but like not to get too personal, like I had a horrible adolescence. It was just like a really horrible time. And discovering Adamant was really great for me like i i know i joke that i'm like yeah i was like 2007 and i was obsessed with this like jackass pirate guy and literally nobody knew who he was all my friends in high school had like zero interest they were already like why are you obsessed with the guy from devo i don't want to deal with this too so i um was just like you know it was a really nice escape for me in high school to be able to like go into like this kind of like amazing thing i'd never heard and just honestly like still listening to it it's so yeah like it's so much fun and it has not a lot of substance. It's all style. But I, I will be like one of those people who will fully tell you like I don't give a crap like how much substance something has. If it's like over the top on style, I love it. I love like Wild Wild West. I love Wild Wild West. That's a shit movie. And I love the shit out of it. It's awesome. But <laughs> I love this because it's fun. He's a pirate <laughs> sort of. And yeah, he brings a cool energy to it. So yeah, big positive. Positive plus. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm on the same boat as uh, Kyle there. Uh, it's it's like, uh, don't think about it too hard and just, yeah, shake your butt and uh, sing along to the sort of beats and, and the campiness of it. It's not going to be, you know, make any list that I, I'm going to make, but I still think it's it's fun. It's a really fun album. It has, like you guys are saying, the style carries it enough um, and it has some interesting, uh, songs, kind of classic songs too. Some of them are just really classic. Dog Eat Dog, definitely a classic Doggy song. Dog Eat Dog's a banger. I like yeah. that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Great that first one. track. Uh, Leapfrog the Dog and, and Brush Me Daddy-O. Yeah, good sequencing too. <laughs> we usually bring that up. It has, it starts off really strong and then just kind of keeps up the energy and puts in yeah. the slower songs, uh, intermittently. So it doesn't, uh, kind of bring it down or anything. Great. Awesome. All right. Next time we'll be talking about Dexy's Midnight Runners searching for the young soul rebels. All right.